Welcome to Let the Money Talk podcast by Philip Capital India. A podcast that provides the latest analysis of the Indian capital market. In this episode, our research experts will provide the most insightful analysis in the market. Hello friends, this is Joydeep Sen from Philip Capital Fixed Income Desk. We talk of the report running it later today that is 4th December 23. Today's topic is the global scenario. global scenario from the perspective of interest rate movement so whatever uh, we are seeing today uh, in terms of uh, developments relevant for interest rate movements are uh, positive now uh, what is the relevance for us for our country our central bank that is reserve bank of india will decide the interest rates and they will decide based primarily on inflation our gdp growth our currency level and our other uh, fundamental aspects the relevance is global factors do influence and it is one of the aspects taken into consideration by the reserve bank of india mpc that is monetary policy committee in their meetings and that is that is why we are looking at the uh, global scenario as of today now globally uh, growth rates is a question mark now and there is a possibility that growth rates may slow down to give you some numbers as per imf projections in 22 global gdp growth rate was 3.5% in 23 estimate is 3% and 24 imf estimate is 2.9% so there is a gradual deceleration 3.53 2.9 in advanced economies um, imf's call call i mean the 22 data was 2.6% for 23 the estimate is 1.5 and 24 imf call is 1.4 now this is a significant deceleration 2.6 in 22 and 1.5 in 23 and 1.4 in 24 this is significant and uh, within that uh, if you look at some of the breakups in us 22 was 2.1 23 also estimate is 2.1 and 24 estimate is 1.5 so basically imf is saying next year that is 24 us will slow down significantly as compared to this year that is um, 23 coming to euro area um, in 22 it was 3.3% growth this year 23 at the estimate is 0.7% only significant 3.3 0.7 and 24 they are talking of a slight improvement to 1.2% and even within that if you look at say for example germany the flagship company the leading uh, frontline economy of uh, euro area in germany in 22 it was 1.8 23 is minus 0.5 estimate and 24 is plus 0.9 now uh, the leading economy of the zone euro zone it is germany uh, growing at minus 0.5% or rather degrowing um, no is a cause for concern from the point of view of growth So what is the uh, saving grace? Saving grace is emerging market and developing economies. So there the IMF call is 4.1 in 22, then 4, then 4% next year. So uh, the leaders among the uh, emerging and developing market uh, pack, that is uh, China and India. Now uh, growth being a concern, it means that um, central banks will be under pressure to uh, cut rates next year to support their respective uh, growth rates. uh some other data points uh global pmi that is uh purchase managers um, index that index has been easing for quite some time so since the beginning of this year that pmi has been easing and the composite pmi globally is now at the 50 handle just midpoint it was 50 plus uh, earlier uh global oil prices has been relatively um, easy in spite of those uh, opec and opec plus production cuts and um, all those things uh global food prices relatively easy uh, that earlier it is not very significant because we don't import or export a lot of food but yes to whatever extent we do we do import 
audit report it is uh, relevant. Uh, biggest aspect, uh, global inflation. Global inflation is uh, easing. We look at across countries, uh, US, Eurozone, UK, China. Uh, Japan is inching up a bit, but um, otherwise things are uh, easing. And that has a positive influence on us, that is uh, on Indian decision making also, Indian influence also. Uh, globally, it is not just the headline inflation, but core inflation easing as well. For some uh, data points, uh, in the USA, the, uh, the recent high was 9.1% sometime last year, that is sometime in 22. Currently, it is 3.2% in October. So, from 9.1% to 3.2% now is significant uh, easing. In Eurozone, uh, it was 9.2% in December last year and 10.1% in November last year. Now, in November this year, that is November 23, it is as low as 2.4%. So, from 9% or 10% to 2.4% is uh, significant. In China, inflation is actually negative. In October, it is minus 0.2%. Uh, till date, globally, central banks have uh, high rates in advanced economies, emerging economies. But it also means that subsequent to the rate hikes being done, the needful is done, which means whatever they had to do, they have done. And now they will pause and uh, next year, they will look at uh, rate cuts. Uh, globally, bond yields are easing, the leading economy, the bellwether, US, so it had touched a high of 5% uh, sometime earlier, it means their 10-year uh, uh, treasury yield level. Their 10-year treasury yield level was 5% sometime earlier, now it is approximately 4.3%. Uh, in Eurozone, so there is no uh, Eurozone yield curve as such, we talk of Germany as a proxy for the uh, Eurozone. So the German 10-year bond yield was uh, almost 3% in September. Now, it is approximately 2.5%. So, things have uh, eased. Uh, in China, it is kind of uh, going in a range. Uh, it is 2.7% now. It has in their 10-year uh, government bond yield. In Japan, uh, subsequent to the easing of their what they call YCC, that is yield curve control, it had moved up to almost 1%. It was 0.95%. Now, it is like 0.77%. So, some easing uh, of late. Now, uh, what's the uh, likelihood uh, going ahead? So, uh, there is a metric. So, uh, from the traded levels in the market, uh, Bloomberg computes the probabilities of rate action going forward. So, as per those uh, probabilities um, for the US around or by the middle of uh, next year, middle of 24, there is a significant probability of uh, rate cuts. Same thing for uh, ECB. So, around middle of next year or by middle of uh, next year. Uh, they are expected to cut rates and uh, expected means what? Uh, the traded levels in uh, global markets from those traded levels, Bloomberg computes the uh, probabilities. When we look at uh, global bond yield levels, uh, in particular the Asian uh, zone, so Indian yield levels are attractive. So Indian tenure is approximately close to 7 quarters, 7.25%. So there are only a few economies here and there which uh, offer a comparable kind of yield level, like say Indonesia is like 6.65%. Other economies in the Asian zone are lower. So, only Brazil and uh, South Africa uh, offer a higher yield with comparable uh, fundamentals. And uh, we are seeing the impact as well. So, foreign portfolio investors, investments in debt or investment in bonds in November has been on the, si on the higher side. It is uh, a two-year high going by the uh, monthly data. And why has it uh, happened? Um, India's inclusion in the JP Morgan Emerging Market Bond Index the inclusion as such is yet to happen. It will start from uh, June 24. 
but the announcement itself is significant and um, this is uh, adding to the uh, confidence of FPI investors about India and they have already started uh, investing. So to summarize this, um, next year, uh, 24, we expect global rate cuts, global as in in particular US and Eurozone because that will influence RBI's uh, decision making and that would be a positive aspect for our rate uh, action. So whenever RBI acts, it's a matter of time, nobody knows, but uh, influence will be positive. To know more, please read Running Aid dated today, that is 4th December 23. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please forward it to others, share it on social media and leave a review. Follow this channel to hear about other podcasts. This podcast was prepared by Philip Capital India Private Limited. The information provided with this podcast is only for educational purposes and should not be considered as financial advice and this does not take into account any specific investment objectives, financial situations and neither do we warrant the correctness or accuracy of any information mentioned herein. The information and any analysis forecast, projections, expectations and opinions have been obtained from public sources which Philip Capital Research believes to be reliable. Philip Capital, its group entities and any of its representatives shall not be liable for any loss of any nature whatsoever caused or suffered owing to inaccurate or incomplete information mentioned herein.